0: Life Audio. Hey, it's time for Cynthia Garrett's Girl Club. I'm Cynthia Garrett, and I will be right with you in just a moment after this. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was
1: not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth.
0: Well, hello, everybody. I am Cynthia Garrett, and welcome to Cynthia Garrett's Girl Club. You know where you are. This is the place where real girls have real talk about real issues while seeking to walk in real faith and figure out how to live out our real faith. This week and for the next three weeks for August as a special blessing, what we're going to do here in studio is look at some clips of a very special series that launched me in ministry called The London Sessions with Cynthia Garrett. It's a show that has aired on TBN. It has not aired anywhere else or on any other platform. And if you like the excerpt that you're going to get sort of here, then you can go and watch the full one-hour episodes of these shows at CynthiaGarrett.org. If you just go to CynthiaGarrett.org, you can find out how to get there or just see the link in the description here. So for now, I hope this blesses you um, because I've been having real talk with real women for a long time. It's the thing that actually launched me in ministry. It's the cause of women that has actually made me care about what God's opinion is about our lives and about how we live our lives and about how we're thinking and about how bold we are or are not. I know for a fact that I was called to boldness. I know for a fact that I was called to wake up your boldness. So I hope you enjoy these conversations um, that are a part of the very first series in, in, in ministry, really, that I ever did. I call it ministry, but the funny thing is it's really, uh, these were just the first conversations that I had publicly with the camera running that mirror the conversations that I have every day in my real life with men and women anywhere that I go. Because everywhere I go, I'm just me. And I'm always looking for God's point of view in the madness. Enjoy. Hi everyone, I'm Cynthia Garrett and welcome to the London Sessions. And Jesus, I sing for all that you've done for all of us. Best thing about doing this show is that what you may not see on the other side of the TV screen is that we open each show with worship, and it's just so awesome. It's just so awesome. And, and before we started today, we were uh, dealing with the lyric and, uh, of the song, we're no longer slaves to fear, for we're children of, of God, and that's an awesome thing, and that has a lot to do with today's show. Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind in Christ Jesus. Well, if you're watching and you say, what if I don't believe in Jesus? Okay, good question. But why don't you try something? Try this. Come along with us on today's journey and be open to the ways that your mind and your thought processes work against your mental, spiritual, and physical health. And trust me, I know that they do. Try thinking about the ways that you conform to the patterns of the world and how that affects your life or the people that you love. And then try allowing your mind to be transformed by some biblical statements and truths that we're going to talk about here and see how your life looks then. Just follow. Be open. That's all I ever ask, honestly. I wouldn't stand here and do this show trying to be part of representing truth and teaching you how to walk in truth if I hadn't already in my own life searched and been open to everything and followed everyone Only to come to an understanding that my openness found its way to a center around what the word says about everything. I've tested it. It has proven to be correct. And I follow no one now except Jesus. And I promise you, you can do the same. I've truly experienced his love and his power. I've seen miracles of healing and deliverance. I am one. My very life is a miracle of healing and deliverance. I've seen prayer change things and people and events. And I've tested the truth of God over time. And he's proven himself and his love and his mercy to me. And if I'm a branch on God's tree, and I am, my life has incredible fruit. And I want everyone's life to have great fruit and be full and abundant and happy and healthy. Healthy. We're all seeking health, mental health, emotional health, health in our relationships, health in our bodies, health in our minds health in our spirits. Well, nothing is more powerful than a renewed mind, a mind that thinks the way God thinks. We're going to prove it. It's time for another London session. Let's chat. <laughs> well, okay, and joining us today, we've got a couple of, a few amazing women. Actually, Ariana Walker is the executive director of Mercy Ministries and, uh, here in the U.K., they run a six-month residential program that helps women ages 18 to 28 who are struggling with life-controlling issues. And then we have Kay Lawrence, who's a leading Christian psychotherapist here. She's a speaker, a teacher, and has specialisms including addiction, obsessive-compulsive behavior, self-esteem, and adult survivors of childhood abuse. And Charlotte Gamble, who's the lead pastor at Life Church UK with her husband, Steve. And she's also host of the Cherished Women's Conference. So... Wow, here we go. Each and every one of you actually deals with the untransformed mind becoming a transformed mind equaling a transformed life in a lot of ways. I mean, where do we, where do we start? Kay, what does it look like from your perspective?
2: So typically I will see people who come with um, addictions, perhaps they're struggling with filling themselves up with drugs or processes, um, shopping, sex, gambling, this kind of thing also presenting issues like low self-esteem or somebody who keeps self-sabotaging and keeps going into the same pattern over and over again, expecting a different result.
0: Ariana, what, what, what does it look like? Because you see, at Mercy, you see a lot of the real power of the transformed mm-hmm. life and mind.
3: Yeah, renewing the mind is actually one of the key tools that we teach uh, the young women who come on our program uh, how to do that, what it looks like, and really breaking that down. We talk a lot about it in Scripture. It's, it's, the Scripture's all over about about renewing the mind, but actually what does that mean in a day-to-day life? How do you do that? So we teach the girls how to do that, yeah.
0: Charlotte. Be continually transformed by the renewing of your mind. It's powerful.
1: It is. It's an everyday process. The Bible says that as a man thinks or as a woman thinks, so he or she is. And that's the truth that we all live with. And whether we like our life or don't like our life, we have to go back to the place where the Bible says that has a root. And that's in the way you think. You've thought your life in a, in a big way to the point the way it is today.
0: And it's interesting, too, because how much of what you've thought your life into being has a lot to do with what other people have said your life should be. Words.
1: Absolutely. Well, words frame our world. And words, you know, the power of the tongue talks about in the book of James. The power of the tongue has life and death in it. And you choose, you know, which one you're going to eat from. And so that... that. Those words, they form our thoughts. Those thoughts, they form our actions. And it's a cycle. And, uh, and the cycle's happening all the time. It's happening right now as viewers are watching. It's happening all the time. We're just not always aware of it. And therefore, we're very casual about it. And therefore, things creep into our lives that we didn't want or didn't invite. But because we let the guard down, before we know it, that thought's mm-hmm. over the wall and it's taken resident
0: in our life. Absolutely. So what is life in all its fullness in your, in your definitions what is life? Ariana, you want to start? Because, I mean, you really do, you, you, you see a lot of young women who come in, and they're not really experiencing life yeah. when you come in with that kind of brokenness, right?
3: For me, I think life in all its fullness is, is actually being able to have a great response to life. You know, we can't control life. We can't control what happens to us and what, con- what happens around us. But I think living life in all its fullness is living in freedom from the effects of what happens to you. So having a great response, a godly response, being able to overcome things, being able to move our way through life in all its ta- challenges and come out the other side stronger and better and with great relationships, for me that's what it looks like. It's, it's a journey.
0: Well, and it's, it's, you know, I think about the responsibility that you have, you, you know, you and your husband as a pastor of a church. And, you, you, you know, God gives, he makes it a responsibility when you're shepherding a flock. Probably more than anything to make sure, after, after making sure that souls are saved, to make sure that they're actually living a transformed life, that their minds are being renewed in Christ Jesus constantly. How much, um, I guess, how big a responsibility is it and how much pressure is it?
1: You know, I think pastoring is a great privilege, a great honor, and a great responsibility. Um, It's all those things combined. But, you know, I'd start even, you know, the Bible talks about you've got to have your own house in order before you lead God's house. And so for me, you know, the biggest test of that is what's happening in my home. If it's not working in my home, then really I should be transferring those skills through to God's home. And so as a mum, as a wife, it begins there for me that, that as a family, we're living our life in the fullness of God. And I think in answer to, you know, how do you make sure people are living their life? Full in the fullness of Christ. I think that's that's a hard thing to wrap your head around. What does that look like? But I would say if you think of it this way, you know our lives are all full of something. So the best question to ask yourself really is, okay, what is my life full of? Is my life full of me? Is it full of my agenda? Is it full of my fear? Is it full of my doubts? Mm -hmm. Is it full of peace? Is it full of joy? Is it full of a social calendar? Is it full of neediness? And I think once you start to analyze, actually, what is my life full of, you find out where you need to actually replace some of that stuff with mm-hmm. the fullness of Christ.
0: Amen. It's so true. Yeah, it's so true. It really does. It really does require the ability to look in the mirror mm-hmm. and be be quite honest. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and, and, and the interesting thing, though, is, you know, it's like I was saying at the top of the show, it really doesn't matter if you're a believer or not a believer. Um, everybody wants to have a better life, you know, a healthier life. Mm-hmm. And, but it's, it's impossible, I find, to do it without an accountability in Jesus Christ mm-hmm. because that's really where a power comes from that is very difficult to understand unless you commit to trying it.
1: <laughs> right. Do you
0: think? Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You got to have a standard that you live your life by, yeah. and the Word of God, the 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 sound Word of God, the truth. Yeah. That standard becomes the plumb line for you to measure everything up against. And until you have that, you don't often know that you're thinking is faulty Mm. or that what your what your mind the way your mind goes is actually something that's come from your history and your family or a lie that you've been told or or something that your mother said that now you say that now your kids are saying and it's like okay where does where does that who what's the measure that i line that up and go is this good is this a good thought is this building a great future the word of god becomes a plumb line for all of us in our life to have a true measure of whether that's a good thought a good process for our life or not
0: yeah, well, that's where, we, that's where what, you, the, what Ariana and Kay do, that's where it comes in that what you do is so critical because there is, it, you know, a lot of times people don't recognize those things. Mm. You're dealing with ministries and situations that have to recognize those things. So in this process, you know, how important is the therapist? You know, how important is the inner healing?
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, I think the relationship with a therapist or a trusting confiding person is really important so in essence it doesn't really matter what the theoretical model is as long as the relationship is built on trust and safety and all of those things and often I will see people who've come in because their self-will has run riot so I need to get into that with them and bring some peace Quite quickly. Yeah, you
3: know, it says in the Bible that out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So it's actually quite easy to spot their thinking. And the belief systems that people have on the inside, because it comes out in the way they speak, the, the phrases they say about themselves, about other people, about life, about God. So it's it's very easy to actually determine the inner thinking of, of people. And what what we oft, I often compare our thought processes to being like on a train track. It's not like being in a car where you just you know can go wherever you want. Our thought and belief systems are set before the age of eight. We we have already. In I In- established in ourselves the, those train tracks of thought patterns, destructive thought patterns often, uh, and they will land you in the same destination every time, which is why the renewing of the mind is not like a passive thing. It doesn't God doesn't do it to you. You have to actually engage in partnership with him and physically lift up the train track and relay it in a different direction because if you don't do that action, you're going to end up back in the same place. A- t-
0: absolutely. It's the most proactive thing i've ever done in my life Mm -hmm. and it and the most important work i've ever done in my life and the thing is i think where if you're not a believer and you're watching what happens is you're doing the work you're doing the work but without the the spiritual component the supernatural that happens in a relationship with christ you're just getting tired you're relaying track Yes. But yes. it's like you're constantly just relaying track. You're never yeah. getting any supernatural, like, lining up of the track or release of the train on the yeah. track. They call it cognitive behavior therapy. Ah, <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> yes, yes,
3: yeah. It's CBT. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, what, what, what's, so what stops us from attaining fullness of life? Like, what do you think is, what, Charlotte, what do you think is the major roadblock that you see in, in the many people that you see? that stops them from really attaining fullness of life?
1: Ourselves. (laughs) We're we're, we're the problem and we're the answer all at once, you know? The the fact is that you can get great counselors, you can get great friends, but at the end of the day, it's Mm -hmm. what you go home and do. It's Mm -hmm. it's what you choose. It's, It's your choice. And you've got to plant those thoughts into who you are as a person, into the way that you live, so that when it is your time to speak up, it comes from deep within you, not from the top. of of just something you grabbed off a shelf somewhere.
0: I think one of the greatest, though, impediments to uh, attaining the fullness of life, mind, body, soul, you know, the emotions has a lot to do with the brokenness of our past, you know, because a number of times, uh, you know, it's funny, I I tell this story about how um, I used to always feel like I needed to make an altar call. After every sermon in church, I mean, you could you could do a sermon on you know mercy psh, at the altar. You could do a sermon on um, anger psh, at the altar. You could do a sermon on depression, sadness, fear, rejection, abandonment. I was like, oh my god! At at a certain point, I after a couple of years of this, I thought, uh, am I not saved? Because why am I always making? Why do I always need to make an altar call? Well, then through the process of of, of inner healing and therapy, what I learned was that. What was stopping me from a total renewal of the mind was that even though the core of our being may have a relationship with Christ and feel renewed in the mind, there are these little parts, these areas of brokenness from your broken heart that we wall up and we put them them away, Mm -hmm. things that happened to us as a child. Mm -hmm. And those areas and those parts may not have ever really come into alignment been free, been set free by Christ, to become a whole heart to have you know to, to, to know Christ or to to even understand what that scripture means or what have you, so I guess um, it makes me think of John ten ten the thief comes only to s- steal, kill, and destroy, right, but I have come that they may have life and have it to the full how Im- I guess how important you know I want, to, I want you to talk about that scripture some if you would, and how important it is to actually recognize that if you're dealing with feeling a lot of these ways, it could just be about brokenness, and that's that's something you need to do in order to get to the renewing, because that's a part of the renewing of the mind.
3: For me, I just think that it's great to acknowledge the brokenness, mm-hmm. but there has to be moving on from that because what I see constantly and one of the biggest obstacles actually to some people's breakthrough is victim mentality Amen. Is, is that sense of I am actually entitled to be broken because you know this has happened and that's happened and someone said this and I was abused and, and you go yeah I get that you are a victim but that is not where you're supposed to stay Christ came so that you could be more than an overcomer not just overcome that one time or the next time but that you live a life of an overcomer But inside of ourselves has to come a point when we go, okay, I have had a bad life, I have had bad stuff happen, and more bad stuff might happen, but I am not going to sit around and just passively accept all of this, I'm going to have a response, I'm going to do something about it, in partnership with God, and not just, again, passively wait for God to to come and wave his magic wand over our life and make it all better. It's not how he works. He works in partnership together with us on a very powerful process.
1: You know, there's a story in the Bible, in Proverbs, just a little picture that I like to refer to quite a bit when it comes to this kind of thought. And it talks about how there was a man that was given a vineyard. And it says, you know, do you see the man that's in the vineyard? Just a little sleep, just a little slumber, just a little folding of his arms to rest. And poverty came on him like a bandit and scarcity like an armed man. The, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy.
0: Yeah.
1: And it says, just a little sleep, just a little slumber. In other words, it was just a tiny little you know, turn my head to it, don't deal with it, don't root it out, don't go back and fix it, don't say sorry, don't take the thought captive, just a little sleep, just a little slumber. Now, he was yeah. given a vineyard. Now, yeah. a vineyard speaks to me of great potential, yeah. a place where you could make income, a place where you could grow great p- produce, a place where you could actually have something that's thriving and living. But it says that in that place, it wasn't that there was nothing growing. It wasn't that his leaving it be meant nothing grew. It was actually that something was growing, but he wasn't in control of what was growing. So it says thorns and thistles grew and the wall began to be broken down. In other words, your neutrality, you're sitting back and thinking, I don't want to deal with that right now. That is not neutral ground. Yeah. That is actually ground where you folded your arms to it and the enemy goes, thank you very much. You have a little sleep and you have a little slumber <laughs> on that issue and I'm going to grow a whole harvest in here. Right. And so I like to say we've all got like you that guy. Preach, uh, well, you know. I, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, that guy was yeah. that guy was given a zone and I like yeah. to say to people in that position, I like to say, Listen, you've got to own your zone. You've yeah. got to own the zone of your life, of your heart condition, of the soil of your life. Own it, girl. Yeah. And get those things ripped out of there. Build the wall yes. back up and start getting that vineyard to work for you.
0: Amen. That's, amen. And, you know, this is why we would say for all of you who are watching at home, you have to know the truth of God. Yeah. Because it's the truth that sets you free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, which, which, which honestly brings me to the point of, you know, the, the complete deception away from the truth. If, if you don't know the scripture... Be continually transformed by the renewing of your mind in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, see, it just doesn't say the world wants you to to stop at be continually transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. There's no power if you cut that sentence off. In Christ Jesus yes. is the power. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a there's a scripture in closing that um, I just think I think it's a, there's some good there's some good scriptures for closing that I think I just want to want to end with um, and for. All of you viewers out there watching, I, I hope that you've been able to think about the journey you're on of transformation, be it transforming your your mental health and your emotional health, be it a transformation of a weight issue, be it a, be it a transformation in, your, in your, your soul, in some way, your body, your mind, your mind, your body, your soul, right? Any transformation in whatever you're going through, even if it's a transformation of how you see work and how you see life. Just remember the Word of God. It's really the, the place that you can plant your tree and begin to make the fruit on the tree look different. You know, you can begin to, to make sure the root system of the tree is healthy. My son is really into root systems and, and how when God is doing anything, he's got to change the root system of the thing because nothing healthy grows from an unhealthy root, you know. So you might think about 1 Corinthians 13, verse 12. And I love this. Now we see things imperfectly, like puzzling reflections in a mirror. But then we'll see everything with perfect clarity. All that I know now is partial and incomplete. But then I will know everything completely, just as God now knows me completely. God knows you completely. He knows you completely, no matter how confused you are right now, no matter how much you feel that your mind has been polluted by thoughts that maybe aren't yours or thoughts that you know aren't right for you. They don't feel comfortable for you at this place where you are in your life. Then you can think of 2 Corinthians 3, verse 18. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord who is the Spirit makes us more and more like Him as we're changed into His glorious image. So we see something now those of us here that we want to share with you and we want you to see and if you already see that we want you to see deeper and go deeper because god wants us continually transformed every day no matter where you are even if you think you've already gotten there my mind's right i'm a believer i love the lord i go to church on sundays go monday through saturday also (laughs) do the work do the work as charlotte said do the work and in closing, I think the perfect one is Romans 12 too. And it's where we started and it's where we'll end. And it's, an, it's such an admonition with a promise. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but truly be transformed by the renewing of your mind in Christ Jesus. It's all right there. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, then I guess it's a great time to invite you to know him. If you're watching and you're kind of going, okay, I think I want to know what those women are talking about. I think I want to join that dialogue. I think I want to have my life renewed in this way. I promise you there's such power and such grace and such change coming to you. You you can't even begin to imagine it right now. But He will give you abundantly above and beyond more than you can think or imagine, as the Word says. So I would just offer you the ability to say these words. I believe that Jesus is the Christ. I believe that he's the Son of God. I believe that he died for my sins. And I believe what I've been watching here, that on the third day he rose again from the dead in fulfillment of the scriptures and he took away my sin. And I believe and I repent and I'm sorry for my sin. And in that turning from the life that you now live, and in that turning from all the thoughts that you know are the world's thoughts and the patterns of the world, you've now just accepted a relationship with a living God who is capable and going to rock you right where you are right now. He'll send people. He'll send support. He'll send community. He will send angels who look like the guy down the street from the local church. Wherever you are, get yourself into fellowship. Find a Kay Lawrence. Find a Mercy Ministries here in the UK. Find a Pastor Charlotte. Find a cool pastor like her. Find Life Church. Go find the place where you can grow and you can get loved on and you can get discipled and you can learn what it means to do this thing. And if you're finding something here from watching this show then find the London Sessions. We'll be here. We're waiting to love on you and we're waiting to walk this thing out with you because we are not just another talk show in case you haven't noticed. We're a walk show. Thanks for watching. From our house right here to yours, we love you and we'll see you next time.